This episode of Trit and Shuffle Live is sponsored by Pod Decks. Pod Decks are a deck of cards that have great questions, great topics, and even fun games to make your podcast more professional and just all around fun. And for right now, you can pick up the interview and episode bundle for $24.99. Now, when you get to checkout, be sure to use the promo code TCLIVE to get 10% off your first purchase. Again, use promo code TCLIVE, that's TCLIVE, at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. I want to thank Poddex for sponsoring this episode, and they're all around great tool to use. I use it in my show all the time because the questions go deep, and they're just so interesting to ask your guest. Again, TCLIVE at checkout on Poddex.com to get 10% off your first purchase. All right, back to the show. back with another episode of Trend Chapel Live. I am finally joined by a long-awaited guest on the show, Mr. Brian Weatherford of the All In TV show. Brian, how are you doing today? Wow, that's, I'm, I'm going to get you to follow me around every day, Trent. You're quite, quite the hype guy. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I've been, we did a short little interview together a little mm-hmm. while ago uh, for my new series called What Do You Do? Um, we've been kind of busy trying to make episode two, but, um, more episodes are going to be coming out. But in that video, I pretty much toured your TV studio, uh, ask you what you did for a short little time, like a five minute interview. And, uh, this is the hour long interview now. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So hey, but... here's something you may not know on my, uh, my Facebook page. I have a photograph you're nice enough to send me and it's my, uh, it's my landscape picture on my yeah. personal Facebook and it's it's My the business. all in. Yeah, looks good. Thank you for that. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, now I want to ask you a quick couple of things. Now, oh, in no. the interview I did with you, we talked about shortly. We talked about your putt putt golf experience. Oh yeah. So, are you really an expert in putt putt? I am a former car carrying member of the PPA, which I'm sure you know as the Professional Putters Association. That is true. Oh my gosh, Are you, that's that's so interesting because I never thought that somebody would like. There's a profession in putt putt, let, let like me, golf. Uh, yes. Uh, let me let me stop you there for a sec. You know, right. I tell people I used to play professional putt putt, and the reaction of yours is pretty much the reaction I get from anyone. Like, yeah, really? They really have that? And here, here's my my patent reply. Look, dude, if I was gonna lie about something, that ain't it. You know, I, I was a fighter pilot or a, or a ninja. Or I, or I had my own uh, Trenton Chapel live show. Something really cool. It, it wasn't a big pickup line at the bar telling the girls, you know, I play some pro putt putt. Hey, now, hey. If a guy ever tells you that, sadly, it's true. <laughs> sadly, it's true. Hey, putt putt's the per- perfect first date, all right? Absolutely. That's where I take all my first dates. Sorry. That's my life hack for people. Just. That's a good way to be. So you're also a pro at poker. We were just talking about it before we got into the show. You play poker every Monday. Um, 
How long have you been doing that for? You know, I've had a game at my house for 18 years, but I've been playing poker forever. And it's backstory real quick. The reason I have a game at my house is about 18 years ago is when uh, Texas Hold'em poker started becoming a really big deal on television. And a bunch of guys, my friends included, started watching poker on TV, decided they want to start playing poker. Well, I was single at the time, and I said, well, we can play at my house. And so we play at my house on Monday nights because Monday is the day that the country clubs close, where I know all these guys, and they're a bunch of degenerates with nothing else to do. Therefore, <laughs> yeah. we have a poker game on Monday nights. <laughs> degenerates. So I want to talk about now, so before All In, your TV show, what were you doing before that? Well, let's see. Going back to the putt-putt days, you know, in all seriousness, I did play professional putt-putt, but the real money at putt-putt is working at putt-putt. Yeah. And I uh, ran all the putt-putts here in the uh, Fort Worth, Arlington, Dallas area for some time. Left and did other things, which we can talk about later. But I came back on board about 14 years ago, Alley Cats, with locations in Arlington and Hearst, is the same family that owns Putt-Putt. And so I went back to them to Putt-Putt about 13 years ago, just because I also have a company. I sell promotional products, T-shirts and coffee mugs and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I went back to meet with them simply to sell them T-shirts. And they showed me the plans for Alley Cats, which is a great family entertainment center. It's bowling and laser tag and couple of bars and the Hearst location has go-karts. They both have batting cages and all sorts of stuff. And so they brought me on board as their marketing director to handle other PR and marketing and stuff for a six month contract, which I fulfilled for 13 years. Wow. So, uh, so I was doing that at the time when I came on board with biz TV, with my television show, and it just kind of worked out well. And through COVID and a bunch of other things, I left butt putt last August to uh, devote myself to the TV show as, as we keep expanding to different markets. And I, fr frankly, I'll be honest, Trent, I, I ran out of bandwidth. I didn't have enough time to keep doing everything. So I made a decision to go the media route. And so far, so good. I really enjoy it. Oh, yeah. The media route's the best route. Uh, if sure. you're the right type of media, because, you know, there's the media out there that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true, too. Yeah. So me and you have something in common. We hmm. both... Uh, interviewed Mayor Elect Jim Ross. You know. Yeah. Now I got to interview him before you, of course, because I'm trying to alive. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but I, I totally agree. But we both had the chance to meet probably a, one of the best men I know, Mr. Jim Ross. Shout out to Mr. Jim Ross that he's watching. He is a fan of the show. Uh, so how was how was your experience with him? Because I think you also endorsed him, right? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. I'm I, a uh, longtime Arlington guy. I love Arlington, but I live in Fort Worth, and mm. so I can't vote for Jim. Yeah. But I've known Jim for a very long time. I mean, he was a police officer for years in Arlington. I'm pretty sure I knew him back then, hopefully personally, but it could have been professionally. But I digress from there. But I've always respected Jim and really got to know him well in the last uh, 12 years or so through, uh, through our relationships at the Greater Arlington Chamber of Commerce. And he's just one of those guys, he's just so friendly, he just, you just feel good being around him. But but through it all, it's his uh, sincere love and appreciation for Arlington. You know, mm -hmm. going back to, to all those years ago, starting his law firm, and then, of course, uh, starting his restaurant career there with the Mercury Chop House, and then kind of being handpicked, if you will, by the powers that be to replace uh, Mayor Jeff Williams who had to leave, as you're, you're well aware, due to term limits. Yep. But I've always known Jim with a variety of hats on and uh, really 
really enjoy getting to hang out with him once a week. It's probably going to change now here soon since he's got a bigger job to do now. But yeah. I, he, he's very sincere. He's very open. I, I truly admire his transparency. He's a little rough around the edges, but he doesn't try to hide it. And that's okay by me. If somebody just own it and be transparent, uh, it's the per he's the perfect guy, I think, to uh, to take over the, the lead there in Arlington. And I, I look forward to supporting him any way I can, even if I can't vote for him. Exactly, exactly. But there was also an election that we were also, me and you were also talking about. Um, it was the Fort Worth mayor election. Um, sure. We, we, you know, Maddie Parker won, you know. Uh, it was her versus Deborah Peoples, which, you know, I had really nothing, like, I got to meet both in person, you know. I met Deborah Peoples at uh, work. She came in for another show, and I got to sit down with her. She actually recognized me. Nice. She goes, I know who you are. You, you interviewed my opponent. And I was like, yep, that's me. <laughs> well, but, did you get to interview her officially, or did y'all just kind of just talk personally? We talked personally. Um, well, I, I, I got to meet uh, uh, the, the new Fort Worth mayor-elect um, at a fundraiser for her. We have a ton of mutual friends living here in Fort Worth, mm -hmm. several of which were hosting a fundraiser for her. It's the only time I met her. And I'll be honest with you, Trenton, as the old guy, I'm thinking, well, why do we got this kid running from, I mean, everybody's a kid to me, you know, including her. But within 10 seconds after I met her, I was so thoroughly impressed uh, with oh, yeah. her, her attitude, with the way she carried herself, the way she speaks. She's, uh, she, she's, she's outstanding. Oh yeah. And she too, she too is very sincere. I wouldn't put, her and Jim on the same level in a lot of ways, but their sincerity and the love for their towns is there. And again, as a guy who lives in Fort Worth, I look forward to seeing what she can do here in Fort Worth. I think she was a great choice. I'm really happy she won. You call her a kid. Did you know she's the youngest mayor in the country? Of a major city. Absolutely Man, she is. Yeah, we'll just... be We'll be hearing that a lot, you know. And I, I don't want to be hearing. I don't want to hear springboard. You know, you always hear that with political careers that we're bouncing from here to here to here. That may or may not happen, but she didn't run for mayor uh, to to kind of set herself up to do something else. She truly, I mean, she's been in the mayor's office for the last several years, as yeah. you're well aware, and, and certainly knows the way things go and know what she's stepping into because Fort Worth, as much as all that Fort Worth, it has some issues as all major cities do. But she's ready to jump in there with both feet and uh, lend a hand to, to bring the whole community together. And that was probably the most impressive part with her is she actually turned down some endorsements because she didn't want it to appear that she was skewing one way or the other. She sincerely wants to unite the entire community together, and that's okay by me. Now, just wait till the newest youngest mayor, Trent Chapel, runs and wins. Absolutely. Now, which city are you going to be in? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I'll run for. I live in Dallas. I can. I can run for Dallas. Okay. That way well, we get the dream go. team yep. as mayors. Wouldn't that be something? I could say I know all three of you. That yeah. that would be very impressive. I'd, I'd enjoy that, and I, I had no doubt you could pull it off. You're you're pretty likable yourself. Jim Ross did endorse it. He said if if I ran, he would endorse it. There you go. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about All In and Biz TV. Yeah. All right. Sure. So I got to visit you guys. And it was so much fun. Thank you again for having me. Uh, we got to do it again. Um, for sure. So Biz TV is part of a parent company. What's it called again? Center Post Media. Center Post Media. Where are they located at? 
Uh, right, right in the heart, Arlington, Texas, right. Abram Street and Collins. Notice that is Abram with no S. You picked up on that, I hope. Abram, Abram Street and Collins. Yeah. Is it really Abrams, and, not Abram? Or Abram, not yeah, Abrams? There's no, there's no S. Abrams is in Dallas. Abram is in Arlington. That's confusing. It's a little bit, but not for us old guys that grew up with it. But yes, Center Post Media. A lot of people ask about the name. Well, think about a circus tent. It's held up by a Center, Center Post. And so Center Post Media is a, uh, it's a variety of things. I mean, there's three television networks based right in Arlington, Texas. And the backstory there, the, the founder and the head honcho, if you will, is, is uh, Ed Frazier. He's a longtime Arlington guy. He had home sports entertainment back in the day, HSE Sports, where we'd all go to watch Ranger games. He sold out to Fox. So like you see Fox Southwest, which I think is Bally's now, but when it was Fox, Fox Southwest, Fox Northeast, regional sports broadcasting, he's kind of the pioneer of that. Uh, as you can guess, he did okay financially selling his company off to Fox. And they hired him to be VP of sports for several years. But then he started Biz Television and other networks, and it's all on Antenna TV, which has made such a huge comeback over recent years with antennas. So many people cutting the cable, streaming, I'm sure you. I'd be surprised if uh, you don't have an antenna. You, you're, I got an antenna. you're kind of the age group. There you go. When they started the whole antenna thing, streaming and whatnot, cutting the cable, it was primarily folks your age and my parents' age. My parents didn't want to spend the money anymore. You didn't grow up with it and thought, well, this is ridiculous. I can stream everything. I don't need to pay 200 a month for this other stuff. And so the, the margin keeps narrowing. And I just saw stats last week that we're close to 30% of viewers in the whole Arlington, Fort Worth, wow. Dallas Metroplex now are using antennas. So it's kind of cool. And wow. so that's uh, that's the network my show is on. Wow. So how long have you been doing your show all in? It'll be three years next week. Wow! Congratulations. Oh, oh well, thank you. Yeah, I've now, I now we're we're going to run the numbers this week, but we're we're approaching eighteen uh, twenty eight hundred people that I've interviewed. Wow. So, yeah, I'm and, and our there. whole our whole deal is, yeah, you'll get there. I have no doubt you'll get there. But we <laughs> we are a uh, we're, we're we're a content marketing company, content media. You know, everybody needs content, as you're well aware. We're yeah. creating content right now, as a matter of fact, Trent. Of you and course. I, content buddy. So we, we help people do that, get their stories out on television and through social media and whatnot. So that's that's kind of the whole deal. But for the most part, we're there to let people tell their stories. Everybody has stories. You certainly have a story. You're you're gonna be a great interview, by the way. We'll we'll talk off oh, we'll talk you. off of your air All right. about getting to my air to talk about oh, that. Of course. But that's I'll, what we do. Anytime. We talk we talk small businesses, big businesses. I'm very partial to uh, nonprofit organizations, which I love to assist as well. So it's a little bit of everything that we do on the mm -hmm. show. And, and my show is currently here in the North Texas area. We also broadcast in Austin and also in Los Angeles, California, through the miracle of Zoom. I sit in Arlington, Texas. I interview people just like this right there through the camera. They're in L.A. I'm in Arlington, and we broadcast it in Los Angeles. So you never know what's next. Wow, wow. Because it's so interesting because I went to your studio and, you know, not only do you have a TV station, you also have a radio station. Mm-hmm. Now, what type of yeah, stuff? Yeah, the whole radio station. Are you ever on the radio? It, it, you know, I have been on as a guest. I haven't done a show yet, but what we're talking about, you know, you're the perfect guy to ask. I mean, I have all this content that we've created for television. It looks to me, and we've, we discussed this, I could go through and handpick some, some episodes that we've done pull the audio out of there and boom, all of a sudden I'm a podcaster and I already got all the stuff together. There you go. So I, I may, I may, That's I what may I do with this. That. 
I pulled the audio and upload it. There you go. That's well, so, that's you're, so cool. you're, you're much smarter than me. You figured it out quicker. Hey, that's a good thing to have. <laughs> so you're also, because um, I went in, I want to say the, the staff there is amazing. Um, Thank you. Everybody was so nice. And uh, I can't wait to come back up there again because it's a place where I feel welcomed at, you know. Like that's I stood, I stayed there and I was like, oh, okay, here you go. And I just shot film and got stills and everything. And it was just a fun time. Well, I appreciate you putting that out there. We're, we're very proud of the staff. And, and one of the things that everyone, I mean, all of us, uh, people above me, the people I work with, the staff, everybody is there to make everyone feel good. You weren't even coming in to do a show and they treated you with the same respect we do everyone else. And even though we're just our little show that we have, for a lot of people, it's their first, possibly only time they'll ever be on television. So it's a big deal. And I, I think it, it harkens back to my days in the in the theme park industry. It's all about the experience. And you want to create an experience for someone. And we, and we go out of our way to do that. And I, and I appreciate you noticing. It means that everybody's doing what we all need to do. Yeah. Uh, so I want to ask, why are your interviews only 10 minutes long? You know, it's interesting. There's a national clock. And so we do four 10-minute segments per show. By the way, the show is on uh, Monday through Friday at 1 o'clock and 7 o'clock. It's an hour-long show. Uh, at the top of the hour, now this is the tricky part, we, we, we are on our national clock for the national network. Well, nationally, all the shows on BizTV with a national presence, we run news at the top of the hour and the bottom of the hour, three-minute segments. We don't have that. So before I interview... I do a three-minute segment talking about, hey, here's who we have coming up today, or I'll just bamp on on whatever. So we do the three minutes and then four 10-minute segments, which gets us to 43. Then we do a three-minute closing segment where I'll come back and say, see, I told you it's going to be a good show today. How about that attorney we talked to? We've never talked to one who does that sort of thing, blah, blah, blah. So we have 46 minutes of showtime, 14 minutes for commercials, and that's why we do. We, we, we like to get as many businesses in there as we can. Uh, a lot of people, as you're well aware, it's hard to talk to some people for an hour. Talking to you for an hour is no big deal. Talking to me for an hour is no big deal. Talking to some lady that owns a flower shop and has never been on TV before, it could be a really big deal. But you and I, as the professional interviewers that we both are, we can certainly sit down with anybody for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. 10 minutes is nothing. You know, I can do 10 minutes. Yeah. If, I, if I can make my show 10 minutes long, I... Like, oh, how was your day? Good. What's your favorite color? Blue. What do you do for a living? Yeah. TV show host. All right, guys. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, if you're going to catch me at 2,800 episodes, you're going to have to cut it under an hour. <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> to, might. To, to be comparable, I guess you need to do 700, and then we're even. I have no doubt you'll get there. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, you know, <laughs> I've been doing this thing. I've been doing Trend Travel Live, you know. I used I did the show to where me and my friends can hang out more. You know, we were in high school and we I started the show like, hey, come over and be on my podcast. And like, you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah. And so we'd come over and we we would just riff with each other, you know. And then around this year, or actually more of last year, I interviewed a person and I was like, I can actually do this. And it was actually I watched a Howard Stern video. Um, it, the Hillary Clinton episode, you know, I don't care what political beliefs anybody has, but that was a really good interview. And I was like, Oh, I can do this. I can do this. 
And uh, my the inspiration of my show is new wave Howard Stern. You know, and so I set sail to do that. I was like, I'm gonna be the new Howard Stern. So whenever Howard Stern retires from Sirius, they'll give me a call and say, we want Trent Chapel live. Boom. You know what? I, I, you're the guy that could pull it off. I won't be shocked at all the day that I tune into your show and you're interviewing Howard Stern. That oh, wouldn't surprise man. me in the least. <laughs> That's my dream right there. I have a lot well, of I mean, questions. You, you got to me. Look how much closer you are now. Oh, yeah. I got to you. I mean, man. I don't even remember who I've all interviewed. I, you know, I'm. I guarantee you, as an interviewer, you have a favorite interview. Do you have one right now? I here? do. Who is it? Yeah, there's a longtime professor at the University of Texas at Arlington, Dr. Alan Sachs, mm -hmm. and he was just a fascinating guy. I graduated from UTA a long time ago. He started teaching at UTA in 1966, wow. and he just retired last year. He's a political science guy, and he's the guy that forever. National networks, you know, during election time, it didn't matter if it was particularly state elections here in Texas, but even on a national scale, they would bring in Dr. Alan Sachs, University of Texas at Arlington, to come in and talk. He's so fascinating, and he looks like Woody Allen. He's just a little bitty shrinking guy, if you will. But I had him on the show, and it was it was just such a treat to listen to him talk and and share stories and just the way that he could just 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 pick a side of a story. He's He's an argumentative guy, but you don't want to argue with him because he'll let you pick whichever side you want, and then he'll beat your brains in by supporting the other side. He's that smart. But that Dr. Alan Sachs, and, and my favorite thing about Dr. Alan Sachs was he hates to be called doctor. And really? even in my interview, the first thing he did was he goes, everybody's a doctor these days. You know, the dentists are doctors and, and uh, thing, preachers. I went to – I had a class in college. And he he got his doc. This professor got his doctorate, and he literally told us, "I did not waste all that time in school to be called Mister." And I was Dr. like, "Dr. Sack went the whole because he, he said the PhDs have been because I got him. I said, hey, Bill Cosby's a doctor. How'd that work out?' He liked that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Dr. Sack's my favorite guest ever. Wow, because I you know, let's think. I don't think uh, I think I do have a favorite interview as of right now, besides you, of course. But well, okay. <laughs> but I think like one of my favorites of all, like from when I've been doing my show, is actually the most recent one with uh, Diana Soleil. Uh, she ran for uh, District Three in Arlington, Texas, against mm -hmm. Nikki Hunter, and I had Diana Soleil on my show, and I, I swear, like. We, we did the whole hour and a half show, and then we talked for another hour off air. And, you know, I, I do my show. I get I try to get everybody on both sides on the show, whether politically or anything. And, you know, just talking to her, I was like, wow, I like her. I can't vote for her because I don't live in that district. But I eventually endorsed her. And I was like, I, I like this woman right here. Eventually, sadly, she lost, but hey, I told her to run again in the future because that was probably my favorite one so far. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, once I have, you know, how many episodes do you have? How many people have you interviewed? Like 1,200? 2,700. 2,700. Once I have 2,700, it'd be harder to pick. <laughs> yeah. 
So I want to ask you about more content you're going to be making because you have a TV show, radio show, hopefully a podcast soon. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. We'll, we'll see on that one. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'd like that. Yeah. What else are you guys planning on doing? Uh, as far as the network goes, we just launched in Atlanta uh, two weeks ago. We have a show like mine in Atlanta, a whole different host. Wow. Uh, he's come on in Atlanta. We're starting to build out that market in Atlanta. And we'll be adding two more markets here in the next couple of months. I, I'm really, I, I'm not holding back any info. I honestly couldn't tell you which two they are on simply because I don't know. But when I find out, I'll let you know. Wow. But, but the whole game plan is uh, I was kind of the guinea pig for center post. And it's actually working because uh, we, we've even reached the point now, Trent, I'm kind of proud of this one. Uh, as I mentioned, we have a show in Austin. That all came about, quite frankly, due to COVID. Because when COVID hit, we shut down the studio here in Arlington. And nobody could get in. If I'm interviewing Trenton Chapel and your office is on the other side of that wall, we're zooming you in. That's when we first became aware of the miracle of Zoom, which you already know so much about. But because of that, the owners at the time were considering building a studio in Austin. And we got together and chatted. And I said, you know, this Zoom thing is working out pretty well. And they said, yeah, you're right. We don't need to build a studio. You can do it from here. So I started interviewing people in Austin. We show it in Austin. It's gotten to the point now to where each week I'll, I'll have two or three people, maybe more, that drive up here from Austin so they can be live in studio with us and then turn around and go back to Austin wow. uh, just to film their person. Zoom is great. I mean, obviously, I got no problem with Zoom, but you get the full experience, yeah. as I was alluding to earlier, being in the studio and seeing around and everything. And, and, and they have, we're getting so much traction in Austin now that some guests realize, oh, yeah, man, I'll, I'll drive round trip to. Arlington to talk to that guy for 10 minutes because it's, it's worth the experience. Yeah. So, so it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. People are taking, taking the time to do that. But at the end of the day, one of the most overused statements, I hate at the end of the day, but kind of fits, uh, people are catching on to the fact that they need content. And it's not just the content of us blowing it out to our viewers here in the area or in Austin or in LA, they can also capture the content. They can get the content themselves. And then they have that license link that they can blow out on their social media or through their uh, website, et cetera. And it's, it, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here, but, but for SEO purposes, Google loves video. You, you can post a Word doc on how cool you are. That's one thing. But if you say, hey, our uh, CEO was recently on All In with Brian Weatherford. Check this out. People are going to watch it. And they move up in the search rankings and blah, blah, blah. So they understand the importance of content media. And that it's even better with an in-person experience. Oh yeah, uh, eventually Trend Shop Live will go back in person once we have a studio. Sure, my plan no is my plan is to have this long, ta like almost like Joe Rogan is long <laughs> table microphones on each end and headphones on, and we're just talking. That's what I want, but uh, you know, money. You. <laughs> yeah, there's that money thing. There's that money too, thing. If only you can grow that I on had trees. No doubt. Yeah, the money tree. Let me know when you find that. I'll I'll, I'll take a sapling myself. Yeah, you have to take it out of my cold hands. No. <laughs> so, this is the part of the show where Poddex, the wonderful people of Poddex, sponsor the show. Uh, let me tell you about Poddex real quick before we start using them. They are a deck of cards. I have a few right here. Whoa. Wow, look at you. Oh, okay. yeah. No poker experience now. Uh this one's the interview deck. Uh, there you go. I also have the Would You Rather deck, which is red. Um, these are helpful for interviewers who are coming in new uh, to podcasting, radio, anything. 
that has to do with the interviews. You can write down some questions or play a fun little like, oh, for example, let's start with this question real quick. This is a good question. Brian, who are your real life heroes? My real life heroes. Yeah. Well, and I don't mean this tried at all. I'm going to pick dad. He's right there oh, yeah. at the top of the list. As far as uh, I guess the real life heroes, they have to be people that I actually know. Yeah. So uh, I would take him. There's a man I worked with for a long time, George Malay. He's no longer with us, but Mr. Malay, as I mentioned earlier, my background's the theme park industry. So Mr. Malay was actually responsible for, he was the father of SeaWorld. He started wow. SeaWorld in, uh, in San Diego. He then started Wet n' Wild uh, right here in Arlington and uh, anyway, several Wet n' Wilds around the place. So I got to meet Mr. Malay and work up close and personal with him all my years with Wet n' Wild. Hurricane Harbor for you kids used to be Wet n' Wild when it first opened. Mm. So uh, right here in Arlington. So anyway, Mr. Malay is just the closest I'll ever get to a Walt Disney. I mean, he was, he was that level of respect in the water park industry because he started, he invented the wave pool, for example. Wow. Uh, he was an old Navy guy and they had wave pools they used to test equipment in. And he just, he took it to a recreational level and boom, the water park was born. So he was a fascinating man who I it really, really enjoyed working with as well. And also I'm going to go with Ken Smith. Ken Smith is the man who was the uh, uh, franchise owner for all the putt-putts here in the area. And, and at one time I was uh, oversaw six of his putt-putts here in Tarrant County, but he was the guy, he didn't grow up with, with any money whatsoever. And he was military as well and got out and bought into this franchise called putt-putt. Uh, so opened his first one. Well, he opened the one, in, the first one in Arlington in 1969, but he opened another one in 66, but it was a little, a little franchise business that just blown up into what it is today. So it was kind of, kind of fascinating all the years I got to work with Ken Smith as well. Wow. So like questions like that for pod decks, we're going to, I'm going to ask you a few more, but if you're interested in sure. having some pod decks, guys, go to poddex.com and use the promo code TCLIVE. That's TC live. To get 10% off your first purchase. 10% off your first purchase. Man. Do it. No. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do it. Uh, they're really helpful. And, uh, man, they, they saved my butt on a few interviews. I'm not going to lie. But, <laughs> I mean, they did. I, I won't lie. So, I'm going to ask you a question from the other deck, the Would You Rather. Oh, no. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Here it's we go. It's really interesting. Would you rather... Get the dump button ready, Trenton. Yeah, I got the kill switch ready. Would you rather appear as a guest on your favorite TV show? All right, which you already are. No, I'm kidding. Or <laughs> have lifelong backstage passes to your favorite... Or to all concerts you attend? I got to go the concert route. Really? I love live music. and It's starting to trickle back into fruition. But to get a backstage pass to me means it probably comes with parking as well. And as I get older, the, the, the less time I have to spend walking in and out is very much appreciated. So I'm going to go with the backstage pass for any concert I want. Wow. Okay. Okay. Now, let's go back to the other one. I'm going I'm to flip-flop it. I'm going to ask you a quick question. Then I'm going to ask you a would-you-rather question. All right? All right. You're the first time we used two decks. Two decks. Wow. A double-decker. Double-decker. All right. If you had someone following you around all the time, what would you have them do? Someone following me around all the time, what would I have them do? Well, I would have them drive. Uh, everybody who I've interviewed and asked that question to, they say drive. That's awesome. Yeah, they could drive so I could be on the phone trying to keep up. You know, 
media moguls yeah. like you and me, Trenton, we're pretty busy. So yeah, we are. if somebody was driving the car and I'm catching up with other stuff, drive would be my number one fear. In fact, Donovan Lewis from uh, the Normandy oh, the invasion, ticket. the ticket, he was on the show. Yeah. He said the exact same thing. There you go. Yeah. All right. Would you rather spend a le- – this is a good question. <laughs> oh, would, you, would you rather spend a year living in a nudist colony or within an Amish com- community? Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to go the Amish route, probably not for the reasons you think. Uh, the biggest reason for me on the nudist colony – would be yeah one i probably i wouldn't mind people seeing me naked but they're not gonna <laughs> like it but a bigger issue is i don't like mosquitoes and, and chiggers and stuff and, yeah and I, I think that that would leave a little too much exposed for them to uh to target so i'm going amish amish i think i mean i'm almost there with the amish beard so wait amish, <laughs> amish people well nowadays if you go look at amish people nowadays they have technology they're lying they, they do, do. They use tractors. They have. I guarantee you, they all have <laughs> smartphones. I guarantee you. In fact, I'll make a Chapel Media exclusive documentary about them, and I'll go investigate. Maybe you can find an Amish nudist camp. I bet you they exist. We're going hybrid now. They're going hybrid. <laughs> Which living person do you most despise? Oh my gosh! I'm. I'm going to try not to get political here so i'm I'm not going to go down that path all right all right i really honestly people that i know i really can't despise them and i've kind of got to the point in my life to where and and i'm I'm totally paraphrasing this but but i just love it about perspective so for example when you're on an airplane and you hear a baby crying are you the one that's going shut that baby up are you the one that realizes that there's somebody on this plane and they're not able to have kids. And to them, that's really sad because they hear someone crying and they'll never get to hear that. Or maybe they've lost a child and they'll no longer get to hear them cry again. So perspective is everything. So trying to trying to pick someone that I despise, I, I really can't do it because I, I tru- truly no BS. Can I say BS on your show? I hope oh, so. Oh, you can say the full uh, word. Well, I wouldn't do that. I'm like, <laughs> shit, I'm not that kind of guy. But, hey! but in all seriousness, I, I try to I try to find the good in anybody, and, yeah. and I know that even the most despicable person in the world, somewhere there's something in there that that's a little bit positive. I try to go that route. Yeah, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. I say, I'll just say one. I'll say my final answer. It's Nancy Pelosi. So, fair enough. Fair enough, right? <laughs> hey. Yeah. Fair enough. uh, Now, if I ever get the chance to interview her, uh, it'd be a five-minute interview, and I'll be like, "I just don't, I don't like you." (laughs) I'll get all, I'll get, I don't want to get political on my show either. But man, all right, (laughs) yeah, here we go. I'm with you on that one. Okay, (laughs) we're we're communicating telepathically. Same. He's like, I agree. I'm like, Yeah, I know. So, would you rather pull a tooth with a pair of pliers or brand yourself with a cattle prod? Oh, you mean pull my own tooth with a pair of pliers? Yeah, you have to pull it out or you have to brand yourself. I thought I was I thought I was pulling yours. Okay, I'm no. going to go with uh You know what? I don't like blood that much, so I probably would have to brand myself with a cattle prod. Okay. Well, next time on Trend Triple Live, I'll be going to Brian Weatherford with my cattle rod that yeah. says TCL 
or Chapel Media, and we're going to brand them. Uh, you know what, Trent? We'll call that a broadcast. Hey, look that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't think I could do anything. My biggest fear is losing my teeth, and I just don't like pain. I don't think anybody <laughs> does. And no. and just the fact that that hot thing, oh, that would hurt. All right. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? Well, I think going back, I, I, I may have, uh, I, I graduated college, but I might have gone further education-wise. I mean, I, I've always thought that I would have been a really good attorney. Um, I'm, I'm pretty good with people. I'm well-spoken. But my inside joke regarding law school has always been, I don't know what would be harder, getting in law school or getting out of law school. So, but, but law school aside, I see myself as a pretty good courtroom guy if, if the opportunity were there. Nice, yeah. I think the one thing I would change about myself is I would have been, I would have paid more attention in school. I was just I was the comedian in school, and I just wanted to have fun. And uh, I know the top. Yeah, <laughs> and then, and then I became a multi podcaster. Everybody knows. <laughs> I look at you now. Look at me now. So this one's a fun one because the person that's referenced in this is also a fan of the show. It's your lovely wife. So. The question is, would you rather see one of your parents having an affair or see your wife having an affair? I don't care to see either. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I'm, first of all, I'm very blessed that both my parents are still with me. And that, wow. that's a big thing when you, when you get to be my age. That's a big deal. My, my yeah. folks have now been married. My folks have been married for 64 years. And that doesn't happen a lot you know, to, to, to be married that long. So, and I certainly, I wouldn't want to see her do it either. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm bailing on that one, man. I All right. I'm just, I, I'm just, I will say this. I'm very blessed that my parents are still here to where the opportunity would be there for them to have, have an affair, but I don't care to see it anyway, anyhow on either my wife or my parents. Hand. That's a good answer. That's a hard question to answer too, because you know, no one really likes to see the affair, you know, because I, I'm 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 hugely against cheating and you know and it's just if if you're gonna cheat just end it you know but I'm also against divorce and all that so I'm you're just stuck with me I guess <laughs> <laughs> next question if there was a sandwich named after you what would be on it wow. That that is a pretty good question, right? Because uh, I'll I'll go through my fits to where I, I I'm not going to eat carbs. It's hard to have a sandwich without carbs. So you're allowed uh, to, to have me, carbs. The great, the great sandwich always starts with bread. Okay. To me, and so my sandwich will be a croissant sandwich because oh, I wow. love a tasty croissant. Uh, I'd have to start. I'm going to go from the from the outside in. So on the croissant would be a spicy mustard, probably some horseradish as well. Got wow. it really spicy. Uh, lettuce, grilled onions, grilled mushrooms, Swiss cheese, no tomatoes, any way, shape, or form. Okay. And for the protein side, give me uh, roast beef and some ham and maybe a couple of bacon slices. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, the Brian sandwich. The Brian, the Weatherford. The Weatherford. I'll have the Weatherford, please. Yes. Okay. We're all out of that stuff. 
<laughs> I think my sandwich. Oh, give me peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah, my sandwich. You know, you know. I, I honestly, so the famous Texas restaurant, the probably the best restaurant you'll ever go to, Waterburger. <laughs> oh, bingo! The sandwich there is called the chicken, the chicken tender honey barbecue sandwich. It's barbecue sauce, chicken tenders on Texas toast, with I think provolone mm. cheese. I want to buy that sandwich and just call it the Trench Up Alive. Okay. That's literally all I want. It's probably a price tag. I will figure it out. They're fans of the show, well, Waterburger. If it's Waterburger, though, you got to throw some of their famous grilled jalapenos on there as well. See, I I'm a, I don't like jalapenos. Oh, I can't okay. eat them. Well, never mind. I can't eat them. Well, as my, as my dad says, those jalapenos are going to burn twice. Yeah. Because I what sucks about me is like, with spicy food, I get ulcers, and they oh, hurt. Don't do that. And I hate it. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna skip out on that. So I'm, I'm a mild guy. Oh, this one's interesting. I don't know why they are. I don't know why these picked these two people. But all right, would you rather have a road trip with Donald Trump or O.J. Simpson? Donald Trump, hands yeah, down. Yeah, same. Yeah, uh, I, I just I just think just just hearing the stories for him would be fascinating. So uh, and again, well, yeah, I'll, let me back up. If he and I were on the road trip together, I would hope we had a driver. But if it had to be one of us, it would be me <laughs> because I'm afraid his car would drift too far to one side, and I want to stay more in the middle. Yeah, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I'd pick Donald Trump just to show my impersonation of him. Oh, okay. You've opened that. There's there's the proverbial softball. Gosh, Trenton, let's see your impersonation. Oh, okay. So I don't have the hair. I do. Okay. I think it was last Halloween. I dressed up as my friend Hunter. Shout out to Hunter. And he has blonde hair. And I put on the wig and I immediately look like Donald Trump. And so you have to like put your heads up like this. And it's like, it's a beautiful country, you know, filled with weird people cool people but it's gonna be built around a wall a beautiful wall we're gonna dip it in gold and we're gonna have mexico pay for it all okay yeah <laughs> i'll give you that and, and I, i'm guessing that president trump would really enjoy that he so would actually fun road trip he would and then my biden i have a biden where you just stick out your bottom teeth he's like this country man come on man it's the coronavirus. Yeah. Because he always has his bottom teeth showing all the time. Yeah. So that's how you do that one. Yeah. You got it down. <laughs> yeah. I might just give a podcast and just become impersonators. Well, just just tell me on your road trip with Trump that you'd have to take him through Bucky's. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we'll film it. He'd be like, where's those, <laughs> where's those roast beef sandwich, beaver nuggets? Let me get my 40 ounces of Coke, Diet Coke. All right, next question. What book belongs on everyone's shelf? Again, I'm going to miss misdo the name on the book, but it's the one about the, the seven habits of highly successful people. You know what I'm talking about? I do uh, not. It's a coaching book, and I can't remember right. the name of it, but which probably says a lot that I can't think of the seven habits for highly successful people. Maybe that's, maybe that's kind of a microcosm of my life, but 
it, it's it's just good it's just good common sense stuff but like people say common sense isn't that common but it's, it's neat when people can break it down into a book form and you can you can take a look at it there's also another book by brian tracy called eat that frog that's a good book basically it's like we all have a bunch of crap in life that we don't want to do but like if somebody says you got to eat a frog you know it's a whole list of things when, when you got a list of stuff you have to do find the toughest one out there which could be eating the frog and just eat the frog you know you got to do it just do it and get on to the next one yeah so. i have three three books three all books. right go the first one is the prophecy of the two written by the let me get the cover up rick chapel my father nice he also has a new okay. book coming out on on amazon you can go Amazon.com, look up Rick Chapel, the my time in haunt my week in haunting Jefferson, a skeptic to believer. It is based off the documentary The Hauntings of Jefferson, Texas, my documentary that we made. Uh he writes from his point of view of how he experienced everything. And uh hmm. it is out now. It is new, it is improved, and it's a short read, but it's a fun read. So again, Amazon.com, go to Rick Chapel and look up the on my haunted week in Jefferson, Texas. Now, hey, Trent, I... one, one thing one thing you may not know about my show, I love to have authors come on the show oh. to tout their books. Oh, Just my dad so would love to. I know he would. All right, we'll, we'll talk after your show about Oh, that. absolutely. In the last book, I actually read this during COVID. My mom told me to read this. It is How to Become a Marketing Superstar. Um, it is just, it's like rules and like how to do stuff and how to make a sale, how to up sale things and how to brand and it, it, it really was helpful. It's a short, like how short that is. It, it is a fun read. There's also another book called like, how, how to become the rain master and it's just how to make money. And, ah. and so I read that during COVID times and chapel media was born. Boom. There Boom. you go. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Would you rather have, I actually don't know who the second person is, so I'll make up another name for it. Uh, would you rather your voice sound like Gilbert Godfrey or Mario from Mario Brothers? God, they're very complicated. I'm, I'm going to go Gilbert Godfrey because if he hadn't screwed up, he'd still have a pretty good job with Aflac. So, uh, he was Aflac? He was the Aflac duck originally. I didn't know that. Yeah, you need to go Google and see why he's not Aflac duck anymore. Okay. There you go. Make, make a note. But anyway, as a guy who kind of makes a living with his voice, I, it would be neat to have a recognizable voice if you use your powers for good. So I would go with that route. That's I, that's not a bad choice. Uh, <laughs> I think for me, I'd be Mario. Just uh, wahoo! It's a me, Trench up alive. <laughs> I looked up why is Gilbert Godfrey, and the first thing that came up is famous. <laughs> Not the, let's see, Af, Flack, Black. Duck. Let's probably see. want to read this to yourself. Oh, okay. I'll, I'm gonna show my reaction live on Trade Chapel Live, guys. Guys, if you're gonna go find this out, go research it yourself. Okay. We're on the Hollywood Reporter. Did you a long time? 
What? <laughs> I'm not laughing with him. I'm laughing with the fact that he did this. Guys, Trenton, any more questions? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I, I'm bailing you out. <laughs> Sorry, this is Church of Live. It's not all in. <laughs> you never know. You, you never, never know. know. All right, who would play you in, a, in your movie? Uh, hang on. Oh, oh, light. Okay, this guy is no longer with us anymore, but it's my all-time favorite movie with Arthur, starring Dudley Moore. Mm -hmm. You ever see that movie by any chance? The old one? Arthur would play me. I saw the new one, and it's not that good. But No, nah, the new one was terrible. The original one. The original With one. Dudley Moore. Yeah. So, and, and, and Liza Minnelli. So Dudley Moore could play me in the movie. Oh. Him or probably uh, pick him up. At... I've already decided who's going to be playing me, and the only way that he can play me is that I play him. His name is Hallie Joel Osment. Uh, okay. If you look him up, me and him look exactly alike. Like to the T. Good, good looking guy, Hallie. Yeah. So, I think we're going to do two more sets of questions. All right. Each. So we have four in total. And then we're going to wrap up. And again, thank you again for coming on the show. I know it's fun, isn't it? It's a lot of fun answering for a change. It's you got right? got to stay loose. Yeah, yeah got to stay loose. Because I noticed when you posted, the, you shared the promo. You said the hunter becomes the hunted. Yeah, you like that? I do. <laughs> so the next one is: Would you rather accidentally laugh loudly at a funeral? All right. Or yes. Oh, there's more. There's more. Or <laughs> fart while giving a speech at a wedding. <laughs> I'm going to go laugh at a funeral, and I'm going to tell you why. I have laughed at funerals. And uh, if you go to the right kind of funeral, it's truly a celebration of life. And uh, for all of us, me, you, all of us that have, have been fortunate to have people in our life who make us laugh, when they're no longer there anymore, and you can go to a funeral for their celebration of life and laugh, I really, truly believe that's the way they want. People are going to laugh at my funeral. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you that. Because really, people are going to laugh some, at mine. Some for... Some, some for other reasons than others, but the biggest thing is I will have already pre-recorded my, my own uh, funeral speech. Yeah. And, and the, the the songs will get through playing, and then the screen drops, and boom. Hey, guys, didn't expect to see me here, did you? But did you really think I was going to have an audience and not talk? Here I am. So, yeah, I would much rather laugh at a funeral wow. than fart during a wedding speech. See, my, fu my funeral, I've already had it planned. I, I, I'm not going to be dead at my funeral. I'm going to attend my funeral alive. <laughs> And so what's going to be wow. is the cast is going to stand up, right? And I'm going to be laying it. Like, I'm going to be in it, but, like, I'm going to be in the casket. And I'm just going to watch it as it goes on. Because I've always said my funeral is going to be a party. I, I think they should be. Celebration oh, yeah. of life. And you, tra 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 Trenton Chapel did. <laughs> Trenton Chapel did. The final dead. episode. That's the final. I love that. The final episode. <laughs> All right, which word or phrases do you use? Wait, what words or phrases do you most overuse? Well, for the last year with my TV show, I got to go with pivot because that's pivot. all we've done is pivot. Successful businesses have pivoted. So I, I've used that one professionally. Personally, I probably overuse when I play golf, I overuse four, four. unfortunately. Yeah. All right, all right. All right. Two more. My eyes is really itchy. Man. Uh-oh. I uh, know. 
I'm also tired. So, and apparently, I'm too young to be tired. <laughs> you are too young to be tired. Why? Well, when I was your age, I don't remember. Go ahead. <laughs> so this one's actually this one will drive you crazy, whichever one you pick. By the way, all right. For the last, would you rather? Would you rather your fingers feel always sticky? They're always feeling sticky. Or your throat is always itchy. Gosh. Again, as a guy who talks for a living, I'd like to keep my throat clear, so give me the sticky fingers. Oh, man. Just, I would hate to have either one. I mean, one. it would drive me nuts, either one, but I've got to keep the I got to keep the throat. I make, I make more money with my voice than I do my fingers, so give me the sticky fingers. Leave my throat alone. All right. And for the last question, uh... What is the most underrated virtue? The most underrated virtue, all right? Let me think. I think honesty. You know, honesty is kind of thrown out there so many times, but I think true true honesty is as bad as it could be. Uh, just, just be honest with people. Even the, the hardest part about being truly honest is risking hurting someone's feelings because yeah. none of us want to do that. But I think you could... You can temper it, but at the end of the day, if, if you don't have honesty, the rest of the stuff doesn't matter because you don't know if they're legit or not. So I'm going to go the underrated one is honesty. I like that. I like that. I think for me, the most underrated virtue is just um, it's loyalty. Uh, Very nice. I like that. People say they're loyal, and then they'll turn on you like that. You know. Well, to me, the people that say they're loyal – if you have to say you're loyal, you're probably not. You know, it's, it's like it's like if you had to explain the joke, it really wasn't that funny. Yeah. If you had to, I like that. If you had to explain the joke, it's not that funny. If you had to say that you're yeah. loyal, you're not loyal. I trust, like that. trust me, I'm loyal. Yeah. Let me explain that joke real quick for you. Yeah. Then it wasn't that funny. Yeah. Brian, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. It was a fun time. Uh, it's always a great time speaking with you. Um, is there anything you want to say to the audience? Anything you want to shout out before we head out of here? You know, shout out to, to everyone out there with an antenna on their television. Oh, funny story on the antenna real quick. So many people think the antenna is a big giant contraption on top of your house that can reach outer space. When I got the TV show, I didn't have an antenna. I'm like, well, gosh, I have to have an antenna so I can see myself. So I big dog it down to uh, Best Buy. And I walk in, hey, television star now, I need to get an antenna to watch myself on Biz TV. I'll have your most expensive antenna. And they said, yes, sir, that'll be $24. <laughs> so I got the most expensive antenna they had. It's 24 bucks. It's literally the size of a mouse pad, this big, that thick. It's plugged into the back of my big manly 70-inch television and literally thumbtacked to the wall. And boom, I've got high-def 88 channels and it cost me zero dollars a month. So if people are really interested, not just in my show, but in saving some money, you get all your local channels and a whole lot more for zero dollars a month. Go get you an antenna. Check it out. Wow, not bad. I think I found uh, my antenna for like five bucks, and it works just fine. Well, I'm I'm kind of a high roller. I went to twenty four dollar yeah, route. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there anything <laughs> on social media you want to shout out? Uh, the All In TV show, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can you can you can find stuff on on our our show. We're all over we're on Facebook, but Facebook, Instagram. The big, biggest deal. If you know, here's one thing that's really interesting. I discovered this the other day because we don't do it. If you really get bored sometimes, folks, you can go to YouTube 
or you can go to Google and type in my name, Brian with a Y, Weatherford, and all these episodes show up. We don't post them, but we'll have people on the show and they'll get the content and they'll say, hey, our CEO was just on all in with Brian Weatherford. Check it out. But when you type in Brian Weatherford, all those episodes show up. So you can go to YouTube or Google and there we are with the show. And the biggest thing is find us on Facebook. And if you've got a story you'd like to share, we'd love to help you share it with the show. So hook me up on Facebook, find me. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll get you in studio or Zoom you in as well. It'd be fun. There you go, guys. Uh, thank you again to Poddex for sponsoring today's episode again. Go to poddex.com, use the promo code TCLIVE to get 10% off your first purchase. I've gotten all these. Look at these. I'm just stacked. I'm stacked with Poddex, guys. And I got 10% off on all of them. Hey, can I can I give a shout out to the pod deck of something you haven't mentioned that immediately popped in my head? What's up? I, I, I also speak a lot to different groups and whatnot, and we always have icebreakers where people get to know each other. These pod decks would be perfect for that. If you're having they a would. corporate event or something, and, and you're just trying to get a room full of people that don't know each other, you could have a deck on each table and let them take turns asking each other questions from the pod deck. It, it'd be a beautiful way for an icebreaker to start to get to know each other. Oh, yeah. I can see a lot of uses for these things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, guys, I want to conclude today's episode. Um, it's been a fun day. Next week, we're having the Twitch streamer, Adetagem. Uh He's a big YouTube. He does a lot of gaming and stuff we're going to have on the show. It's been actually a long time trying to plan this episode, but he will be on the show next week. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Brian, again, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, and we're going to head out of here, guys. Stay healthy. Try and chop a live out.